Blog Talk Radio. Too hot, and I can only roll my sleeves up. I can't. Uh, I can't. That, uh, 
that sounds pretty pretty horrible. Right. Um, but yeah, and uh, I know everyone cares uh, while we're killing time here. Uh, yeah. Jammer is no, is no longer coaching girls basketball, which is a, a sad day for some. No! Happy day for many others. My probation officer is thrilled. <laughs> um, yeah, we're moving on up. Uh, I'm going to be with, with Centennial High School this year. So there you go. You'll uh, you'll hear me complaining about that more often than than the eighth grade girls team. Well, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's an improvement. I mean, you know, is it a now? Would you consider this a promotion? Because now it's. I would because together? because now you're 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 entrenched in a particular high school program. You have a very defined role right. within that program. Right. Uh, for example, I'm basically like not only are you the ninth grade coach, you're also like like the like the the head scout. Okay. Well, then I, so I don't want I don't want you to do that about that. yourself, but uh, I think we've got our. I could go all night. But, yeah, I know you could. Uh, I have several show, other Chris, about books. Chris Cluey is uh, on with us. Chris, how you doing, man? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, good. How's uh, how's life in Mankato treating you? Uh, not too bad, except the internet here is garbage. What's that? I said the internet here is garbage. Oh, jeez. That sucks. Um, well, that yeah. might keep you out of out of trouble, then, Chris. I mean, maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, it's uh, it makes Maybe less frustrating online games when it keeps dropping out. Yeah, because then you seem like that guy who's just getting his butt kicked, and then he quits, and then he's like, "Ah, bad, bad internet, guys." <laughs> yeah, you know they. Corey, Corey was notorious for that when he would play Madden. And he would just be getting skunked by some eight-year-old playing with the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, jeez. And he would just quit. And I, I told him, I said, Corey, that is dishonest. I mean, he's a Packer fan, so I kind of expect it. But it's still it's a dishonest thing. Well, Chris, you know, a, a lot has, you know, a lot of changes we've had, you know, you, you know, you've been making, well, media rounds with uh, your new friend, McDonald McNabb. You know, you gave up. Gave up number five to him. Um, just tell us, tell us about life as a Viking now that the lockout's over. Uh, it's great. Well, I mean, it's it's great to be back to work, and uh, you know, we're just excited. We're out here and finally able to get back. To back. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it, it, Chris, I don't, I don't, is there is there any truth to the rumor that you only switch jerseys to drive up merchandising sales? <laughs> well, I was I was hoping to uh, have the most number of jerseys in the stands this year, so uh, we'll see if I succeed. <laughs> well, I'm 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 mostly I'm concerned about what what am I what am I going to do with my you know number five Chris Louis jersey that I have? I mean, I uh, could I could sell you it. Hang on to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I guess, uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll have the uh, the number back in a few years or so. <laughs> What's what's the going rate for uh, number five Chris Cluey jersey on eBay? What do you what do you um, think? Um, maybe like a half-eaten donut. <laughs> so, um, so now, uh, now, well, on the topic of food, now you gave McNabb the number for five mentions of tripping at Chris, which I I think he's done, but 
is, or does he got to have a few more press conferences and to fill that one out, or is he? Is yeah, because yeah, it's non-consecutive uh, okay. press conferences. So he mentioned it a bunch of times in a couple press conferences, but he's only <laughs> done two actual press conferences so far. So okay. hopefully he'll keep playing along with it. The other one is a $5,000 donation to Kick for a Cure to benefit muscular dystrophy, which is your charity, Chris? Yeah, yeah, that's the one I donate to every year. Awesome. And then now the last one, which I'm most intrigued about, um, is an ice cream cone. Now, yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for my ice cream cone, so okay. hopefully I'll get that sometime before camp ends. Now, now is, is, is it like you know just kind of a, a cheap run-of-the-mill Dairy Queen one, or do you want like full-fledged, like, um, Cold Stone Creamery or something like that. Uh, Cold Stone would be nice, but uh, you know whatever Donovan wants to to get for me, uh, I'm actually kind of surprised he hasn't done it yet already because we have a whole bunch of ice cream cones in the cafeteria here. <laughs> There's a Cold Stone in Mankato, I believe. Yeah, it's like a five minute walk away. So, uh, Chris, what what is the kind of protocol? I mean, you've you've been around. A, a, a while now, when a guy like McNabb or someone like that comes in and he's got like a set jersey number, is it a thing where is it up to him to go after you, or are you supposed to just know that you need to approach him? Like, how does that work, or is it just this unwritten rule that he comes um, in and gets it? And generally, it depends on the seniority of the guys in question. Like, if it's a uh, like if it's a, a a veteran guy coming in, like the case with uh, Brett Favre a couple years ago and John David Booty. You know, Booty didn't really have number four established as his number yet since, you know, he'd been on practice squad and hadn't really done a whole lot. So Brett was able to just kind of take that away. Um, with me being, you know, pretty established on the Vikings for like six years now, it's uh, it, it becomes more of a case of, you know, there's some bartering involved in you know, I, I had every intention of giving Donovan the number anyways because you know he's a all pro quarterback. He's he's been to the Pro Bowl multiple times. I mean, you know, there's there's no reason for me to hang on to it. But at the same time, you know, I wanted to, to have a little fun with it. I love the uh, yeah, and Chris, I'm sorry, but did, did, does it put you in a in a different spot because and I think this might tie into the the Deadsman thing Corey's gonna probably ask you about, but you know, there, there's this sort of sometimes people say, well, he's he's just a, a punter, blah blah blah. But the 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 reality is, you know, you're one of you're you're one of the best in uh, the game, and now you've been with the same team for seven years now. Are you in kind of a different league as far as not just being a good punter, but one that you know, you might not be like a like a captain per se, but things you say. In that locker room, guys just don't roll roll their eyes up at you anymore. Not that they ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, and 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 that's one of the things about the NFL that you know within the locker room, guys understand that you're everyone's there to do a job, and that job is to help the team win games. And you know, it, it comes down to field position, punting wise. It you know, it comes down to points with field goal kickers, and they're just like you saw last year with uh, you know when the Giants played the Eagles. You know, one bad punt can uh, can mess up the entire game. So it's one of those things where Guys, they, they appreciate the job you do. Now, granted, you know, it's not as hard as the job they do, so you are going to get a little bit of that, you know, well, yeah, you're a kicker, you know, you're not out there hitting. But, again, they, they do have some respect for the position. Yeah, Dan, you, you brought up the whole, the whole Deadspin thing. Um, I know, obviously, you know, I read it, I thought, well, the first thing I thought was, you know, Chris, I've, I've, I've seen people, 
you know, call someone, you know, just in, either in chat rooms or message boards, just call someone out, and then there's just this, you know, five-page long posting, you know, thread about them going back and forth with each other. But I, I, I think you actually won the internet there. That was <laughs> like, no, seriously, that was what I mean. Um, I, I think I was at my desk at work reading this, and I, I the the line that made me just laugh the most was in the beginning was when you said, "Yes, I'm a punter." Yes, I don't run routes or zone block or cover receivers. Apparently, though, neither do you, which only explains, or which is the only explanation of your total lack of statistics, which that's, I mean, and I looked at the statistics. Nate Jackson, for his career, 27 receptions, 240 yards, and two touchdowns. So, I think you said yeah, up yeah, pretty well. It, it, it's one of those things where um, he, he messed with the wrong nerd, unfortunately for him, <laughs> because... Uh, my pretty much the first four years I played World of Warcraft, I was very active on the Realm forum boards for Kill Jaden, which was the realm I was on, and uh, I took a lot of pleasure in trolling people. So <laughs> I had quite a bit of experience on how to uh, respond to a piece like his. And uh, you know, when he put it out there, I, I didn't hold any personal enmity toward, towards him. Yeah. You know, he, he thought he could write an easy piece. And uh, so I did, you know, my, a good troll does research on his subject. And, uh, you know, I looked up his background. I'm like, hmm, there's a couple angles I can go with this. <laughs> and, uh, decided to uh, let loose in verbal form. I, I, I don't think he's played an actual down in the NFL since 2005. I think he's, you know, on a, on a couple practice squads since then. But in the last, his late, he last serviced in the UFL in 09. That was my research, so. But, uh, yeah, exactly. And, and, well done. You know, and that's... That that's the thing with the internet is that pretty much everything you do is, is online. People can find it, and and it, it's an easy matter to read between the lines. Like for the stats on the the NFL website, where you know if you see someone's on the practice squad for two years, then plays in the UFL and doesn't have a lot of plays, you know you, you can tell that obviously they were either a a special teamer or b someone who who didn't play a whole lot. And you know I didn't see any tackles or anything like that, so that ruled out special teams. So yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> That's so sweet. Uh, I, I just, I, I don't know, I, I can't get enough of that. I, I just think that I had, I had so much fun reading that article. Just, and, and my, my favorite part of, of uh, Jackson's, however, is where he talks about the punter being at the absolute bottom. You know, the last man, if the team plane crashed on a deserted island, he'd be dinner. Now, Chris, no offense, I look at you, I don't I don't see dinner. You're, you're kind of, you're, you're just kind of tall, kind of scrawny, but. <laughs> But I'm, I'm more I would, of an appetizer. Exactly. I would I would think that you know they'd go after maybe one of the bigger, more lean guys that can that, that can supply more food to the to the whole team instead of just you know you, which yeah. That, yeah, well, and that's the thing, too, is that, you know, his piece was pretty funny. Like, I, I laughed while I was reading it, but at the same time, you know, he, he opened that door, and uh, <laughs> I was going to stick my foot through and show him how it was really done. What do you what do you think? I I I just checked out a, like, I think it was ESPN first take on, uh, on YouTube earlier. They were talking about you and the first and 10 or whatever with Skip Bayless, who I, I can't stand. But what, what, what do you, I mean, do, do you laugh at these guys that are, you know, negatively criticizing? Because, I mean, you're a laid back dude and you probably don't really care. But, but what do you think when these guys, like, these guys just, you know, they're talking about you. And, you, know, you wrote a tweet or uh, made this article. Yeah, well, I think it's funny. I mean, I, I would love to get Skip Bayless in a one-on-one, you know, confrontation. Oh, my interview. God. I think I could uh, have some fun with that. Oh, but, uh, yeah, 
but no, it, it's one of those things where you know it's it's TV, it's entertainment. You know, he he frequently takes the uh, the pr- provocative position, and you know, who knows how much of it he believes, who knows how much of it you know is just a character that he's playing, and it's it's just one of those things where you, you just take it. It comes it comes with the job, and uh, although at the same time, you know, if I if I ever am in a position where you know I, it's it's me versus Skip, you know, I'm I'm definitely going to let him know how I feel, and uh, <laughs> it would probably be pretty good entertainment. I, I would. I'd, I'd actually pay. I'd, I'd be like pay per view for me right now. I, I'd pay to see something like that. It'd be hilarious. Um, now sh- shifting gears a little bit. So um, now McNabb had to mention tripping it, Chris. What's going on with the band now? And I, I know you guys you are just finishing an album right now, or did you just? I, I'm not sure. Just release one. Yeah, we. Yeah, we um were actually just about to release it. We finally got off our butts and, and actually, you know, are doing all the actual release work as in, you know, putting CD artwork together and, and getting it printed off. So that album, it's available right now um, on iTunes. It's called Perfect Citizen. And then okay. um, we'll we'll have it available at, at our shows coming up. Um, we, we're going to need probably a couple weeks of practice before we're ready to do some shows because uh, I've been in California for the past four months or so and the other guys have been in Minnesota. So, we're probably a little rusty right now, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely be doing some shows this season. Cool. Any any uh, specific spots you guys have lined up already, or is that kind of in the in the works still? Um, we'll probably we'll probably do a, a CD release show. I'm thinking at Seventh Street Entry at uh, First Avenue because that's cool. usually where we uh, we we do our CD release stuff. Um, I know the uh, the manager there, Sonia, pretty well. And then um, the Hard Rock in Minneapolis contacted us. They want us to do like a uh, charity benefit type show. So we'll see if uh, we'll see if they can handle how loud we play. Given that uh, <laughs> we've been in there, and the stage would be pretty close to where people are eating. So <laughs> okay, uh-huh. we'll uh, yeah we'll, we'll we'll figure out the uh, the details on that one. But then yeah, then just a, a, a bunch of other offers from like colleges and and bars and stuff like that. So we'll uh, we'll definitely have some options open to us. Awesome. Oh, awesome. Dane, you got anything else, or you got anything for Chris that I don't have written down? Yeah, I mean, Chris, I and again, I unlike Corey, I don't really do any research for this kind of shit. But um, I, I believe you guys have a new special teams coach now. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, Coach uh, Mike. Pringer. And right, so you got him, and now this is the first training camp. And obviously, this training camp is going to be different anyway. But how different has it been with, you know, Leslie Frazier being in charge now and then you've got your, your new special teams guy? Is it different or are you just you just kind of have your, your own thing anyway and they kind of let you be or what? Yeah, well, most of the time I, I have my own thing. You know, it, we'll, we'll figure out what days I'm going to kick, what days I'm not going to kick. Um, you know, I'm not super involved in the schemes since it's generally either punt left, punt right, punt down the middle. Um, I will say the training camp has been pretty different so far this year just due to the new CBA in that we can't have, you know, two-a-days and, you know, you, you can only have a walkthrough in the afternoon. So that's that's really been saving guys' legs, and it almost feels like we have free time to do things, which is really crazy. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to a pretty good year because Coach Prefer definitely seems like he knows his stuff, um, and uh, Coach Frazier is – I think uh, a more even keel kind of coach. He's a little more laid back, not not kind of the yelling in your face kind of coach like uh, Coach Childers might have been before him. But uh, I, I think we have a pretty good chance this year. What'll be? I mean, it, you, Shane. Well, real quick, it it, it must be kind of nice for you. And I don't know what part of California that you go to, but you guys get to start the year in lovely Saint Diego. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that can't be the the worst place for a for for, for a guy to go punt. No, it's, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to our schedule this year because I think of our ten final games, like eight of them are in domes or something like that. But, uh, yeah, San Diego will be fun because that's our, our first game on the, the West Coast in Southern California since I've been a member of the Vikings. So I've got, like, 20 people that want to come to the game. So <laughs> figuring out tickets should be entertaining for that one. Could be a career year. I mean, that's, <laughs> well, I mean, that's nice. I mean, being able to, you know, not, you don't need, I, I don't think, I don't think you guys play Green Bay that late. Uh, I don't know. I don't think you, you go to Chicago super late. Yeah, um, I, I think our Chicago game is pretty early. And then Green Bay, I want to say, is maybe late November or possibly early December. I, I know, I know we play the Redskins and around Christmas. Well, that's that, fine, that's Chris, summer. because. We're not going to have to punt against Green Bay. You can take that game <laughs> off. You sit down with your parka yeah. and your hot cocoa because Adrian is going to go off. Sweet. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> In fact, you don't even need to go if you don't want. You can stay oh, cool. home. Kick back. Right. This is why I would make a really bad NFL coach because I would be so brash against the Super Bowl champions in their place. That I wouldn't even brain. I wouldn't even brain. I wouldn't even brain, brain, brain my Pro Bowl punter. No, he's not even coming. <laughs> well, Dana, I, I think they, I think they would send Chris with because of the two stats that I wrote down. One of them I, I know I found that I thought was kind of funny. I know Chris might appreciate this a little bit. Is that uh, Ryan Longwell has one career punt as a Viking and it's for 27 yards. So I, 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 I think. Uh, what game was that? What, was it one of that one? Did did they do like a that that stupid drop kick oh, yeah, thing yeah. that they do sometimes? Was it one of those? Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a field goal, and you know, it was a, a far field goal. And uh, instead of you know kicking the field goal, Ryan just punted it down. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I I, I don't re- re- remember that. All I know about Lonwell is he's a very good golfer. Yes, he's he's also a very good field goal kicker as well. I'm really happy they got him back. I mean, over the last few years, he I think he's been wow. the most accurate in the NFL. He is, and uh, I didn't mean that as a jab. I mean, I thought that was assumed. He's no, no. He's a good <laughs> yeah, field no, goal kicker. <laughs> I'm not trying to jab Ryan Lonwell. At least he's got a – at least he has a normal name, unlike Mason Crosby, hey. which sounds – Pretty gay porn starry. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. About you know, yeah, or like bad, bad, bad well. professional surfer. You know. <laughs> hey, I'm I, I think you my might be slightly call biased. Me, my friends call me the Cross. So, so Chris, he's, now, he's probably a nice guy. Chris, now, now back in Mankato, now or in Mankato right now, now. Are you sharing your dorm room with someone, or or, or because you know, you've been with the bikes for so long, they give you your own room? Yep, as a uh, wily veteran, I rate my own room, so I get this lovely, like, 10-foot by 10-foot square cell to uh, call my own. Is the, now, is the bed big enough for you, do you, do you hang out? Yeah, just like one of those, one of those like, uh, single-person beds? Yeah, yeah. They, it looks like they have, like, twin beds in here. It's like twin bunk beds. I don't know how you fit two people in here, but uh, the Vikings actually bring in air mattresses for us so that we can put those on the floor and, and actually have some reasonable room to sleep. Okay. What's the uh, – He's right, Corey. I say that having passed out in an MSU Mankato dorm several <laughs> times. Not I mean, easy. 
has set a few doors, I think. But uh, now, what's the craziest combination of of two roommates right now that that's going on? Or I don't know if you if you paid too much attention to that. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really know what the uh, what the roomie schedule is uh, for for the younger guys. Um, I'm sure there's probably some pretty good ones up there, like a uh, like a cornerback with a, a lineman or something like that. Have, have you got to chat with the new quarterback or Christian Ponder? I mean, yeah, yeah, he, he seems like a really good kid. I mean, he seems smart. You know, heads on his shoulder. Um, I think. Uh, He'll, he'll probably need a little bit of time just to get adjusted to the speed of the game, you know, how fast stuff goes in the NFL. But I, I think he's going to do very well for us in the future. Awesome. How about, um, how about Rhett Bomar? What, what, what's he doing? Hung out yeah. with him at all, I should say. Yeah, right Right now he's kind of laying low because, uh, unfortunately, he had that incident where he uh, got pulled over for DWI. So I think he's hoping to put that behind him and uh, finish out training camp as best he can. Just needs a, needs yeah, a, that's what I heard. I was just asking. He just needs a, a wily veteran like yourself to uh, you know, show him around, show him the good places, yeah. you know, where, <laughs> where, where not to go. Yeah, exactly. Tell, tell him not to go on a boat or anything like that either. Yeah, yeah, boats are bad, especially on Lake Minnetonka. How different has training camp been since you know there was a whole lockout thing, and now it's everyone's just trying to scramble and because the season preseason starts on Thursday, I believe. Not for you guys, but you know in general. Yeah, it's well, it's one of those things where you can definitely tell it, it's influenced a lot of you know what the offense is having to go through right now because they haven't really had a lot of time to install you know the playbook. So, I mean, it, it'll probably take a, a couple more weeks before everything's firing on all cylinders there because, you know, we have, we have a new quarterback in Donovan and in Christian. We've got a couple of new receivers that we brought in and a couple of new O-linemen now. So they, they really just need time in order to make sure that, that everything's clicking. What, now, with with the new CBA in place, what kind of changes are you going to see where, you know, like um, like OTAs and mini camps and stuff like that? Are, are you going to have to go to a lot of these things or are – are you? Um, or what's going well, on? I I, sh- I showed up to all of them anyways because I had a uh, I have a workout bonus in my contract, and so nice. in order to get that, obviously you need to show up. And then, um, you know, I think we have less of them in the new CBA, but again, that's one of those things where generally I'm going to show up for them anyways because it'll give me a chance to work with uh, Colin, my long snapper, and just sort of experience the the rush as you know guys come come off the line and. Uh, you know, it's it's a good it's a good teaching mechanism for yourself to make sure that you're ready for for the season. So now you, you've got what you're down in Mankato for a couple more days because after the first preseason game, I don't think you guys stay down there, right? Yeah, yeah, we break camp on Friday, uh, this Friday, and then um, Saturday go play the Titans, and then uh, yeah, we'll be back at Winter Park after that. Uh, is, is the whole family up here right now, or are they back in California waiting for you there? They're in California enjoying the lovely sunshine and 75 degree weather. <laughs> yeah, how was it in Mankato today? I don't, I, it, I, it looks I, like 72. It here. was. It was. I actually. Was very pleasant. I, when I was driving into work this morning, it was 65 degrees, and I used my seat warmer because I just had a polo shirt on. So. Yeah, it was weird. It, it felt almost like October instead of uh, instead of August. Like you know, normally, yeah. we're used to 90 to 100 degree temperatures here, but it, it was actually pretty nice today. Oh, and then you know. Probably just chat with you a few more minutes. I know you probably got places to be, and I don't know. Coach Fraser wants to stay up too late, but um, <laughs> uh, um, what was I going to say? I just lost the I lost the question here. Um, 
anything, Charlie? Um, no, I don't think so. Well, actually, I know our other co-host, Jakey, just walked in. I'm sure Jakey has a question for the prolific punter. That is Chris Cooley. Hello. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> How's it going? I know so much about football. I have many questions <laughs> about life and love and um, I, anything <laughs> from dungeon categories. Uh, uh, anything, anything, you, anything, I want. anything you want to talk about. I'm sure Chris will be able to answer. Anything that I want. Okay, what is your favorite summertime memory? And go. Favorite summertime memory? Um, not being at training camp. <laughs> That's good. There Mine go. too. <laughs> too much about that. Um, Chris, I just want to say, yeah, uh, best of luck to you this season. We'll probably chat sometime during the season, but um, fun having you on the show and. Uh, Stay healthy. Good luck, and um, good chat with you. Chris. When you when you play the Packers, if you kick out of bounds, we won't be too upset about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks guys. I appreciate right. it. Thanks, Chris. We'll talk to you. Chris Cluey of the Minnesota Vikings, uh, Pro Bowl punter. Actually, wasn't a Pro Bowl player last year, was he? No, he didn't go to the Pro Bowl. Um, really? But he should have been. He's a friend of the show. Um, very good. It's a fun thing. Friends of the show. Friends of the show, Chris. Friends of the show. Jeez. See, Matt, the quotes, what's going on tonight? Mm-hmm. Uh, just, yeah. Just finishing uh, Grant's bathroom. Mm-hmm. I knew I was going to cut it close. I didn't know it was going to be that close. Yeah, I was about 7.30. I, I called you. I was like, uh. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, my car's at her house. And that's why I don't have my keys. Oh, okay. Oh. She dropped me off here. Well, that's, that's awesome. Um, so, um, who gets to take the first dump in the bathroom? I feel like once you paint a bathroom, it's sacred. I don't know. That's probably going to be you. I'm about to be her mom or dad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I suppose it's I can drive 40 minutes. Over to I would. I would. I think I will do it. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyways, I mean, we haven't done a two-hour show for a while. I know, and I got nothing. Well, <laughs> well I get to get topic. I, I thankfully did some show uh, prep. I okay, I have one topic that, that I know for sure what I want to talk about. Oh, speaking of, I told you about Bill Simmons on PTI yeah, earlier. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were talking about, it was Will Cornizer's gone or whatever. They were talking about um, Kyle Orton and um, Tim Tebow. And they were, you know, saying how, like, the, the fans... Or like like Tim Tebow and they want him to be the starting quarterback and they don't like Orton and Orton said they're like oh I'm glad like the fans don't have the vote and, and Bill Simmons he said you know I I look at it at, at as it like this like in the WWE right now the you know the established you know establishment guy for the establishment going against CM Punk again in Sam you know, uh, um this Sunday in SummerSlam right and you got John Cena, the established guy, and then CM Punk, who's the people's champion. And every single time, the people's champion wins, no matter what. He was saying, like, CM Punk is going to win on on Sunday. Spoilers. As, and and we're and he was referring to Tim Tebow, you know, would be CM Punk. He said the people's champ always wins, so he thinks eventually, you know, the people will be heard and Tim Tebow will be starting quarterback. Um... It was pretty fun. You know, you know it, it, it's 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 actually funny that um, 
Bill Simmons compares Tim Tebow to CM Punk because CM Punk is straight edge and Tim Tebow is a virgin. Uh-huh. And I don't think he drinks. Cause the time. Oh. Yeah. I didn't think he. I didn't know he was that popular. I thought there was a backlash against him because he's so outspoken. Um, I, you know, I, I think. Conservative. I, I think if you're looking at at Tebow, I think you can compare him to CM Punk like that. But I think you can compare him to a fan react like John Cena. Okay. That's he's, he's, what I, that's he's, why I was he's, like a, he's like a 50-50, 60-40 kind of guy. A lot of people look at him like, oh, God, Tim Tebow, well, that's, he's so annoying, that's, he's so fake, you know, like, the thing about like the, 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 the thing about Tebow is that he was a man playing amongst boys in college football. Now, he's a boy playing amongst men. He, he, has, he, he doesn't have a very accurate arm, he doesn't have a very strong arm, he was more of a running quarterback, but you can get away with that in the, uh, in, in the, the college levels, but not in the pros, so I don't... Uh, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I don't see Tebow. Being, I mean, they got Orton out there right now, and he's 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 a hell of a lot better compared to. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I trust uh, Kyle Orton in the in the lineup as opposed to uh, Tim Tebow right now. Tebow running, you know, Tim Tebow running a Wildcat. That's fine. I I, I can see him running something like that. Yeah. Um, or and the Vikings are going to call it the Percy Cat. Ugh. Huh? It's, it's funny. It's funny how money is. Like analogies, Bill Simmons has to like, but, like you know, shit. Bill Bill Simmons and I. I'm gonna probably check this out after the show tonight, but you know, he did a, a 30 minute interview with CM Punk, like an like oh, really? off, you know, the but non non cool. kayfabe, just um, out of character interview, and it was, I, I'm sure it was awesome because I mean, Bill, Bill Simmons is yeah, I mean, he, he's a mark, yeah, he loves it. And, he has a mustache. <laughs> he does now. <laughs> yeah, which is, it's not really a real mustache because he's got like a little thing under his. Under his lip. A little uh, soul patch? Yeah. Uh-huh. With a mustache. Yeah. So I don't really think that counts, but yeah, I mean, it still works. You need to shave that thing. That's, that's weird, though. I don't. I couldn't push him doing, doing that. No, uh, which is kind of weird. But um, while we're um, on the topic of schedules right now, or not, we're not even on the topic of schedules, but next week, we'll um, show on the 16th. Are you working, Jake? That morning. Okay, no, great. I'll be great. here. The 16th, so we've got 16th cloud. No idea what we're doing yet. The week of the 23rd, we won't be doing the show on the 23rd. The 23rd, tentatively, have Paul Charchi to talk fantasy football uh, that night. Um, and then we'll probably do an NFL preview show somewhere in there. And, uh, yeah, so that's the upcoming next few weeks. Oh, I also heard on the radio today that Stacey Keebler is dating George Yes. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. And she likes to um, tweet really? certain information of her being very sore. Oh. Over the weekend. Oh, really? You, know, you can kind of guess what she's sore from. Calisthenics. I don't know. I Well, as we were getting into mean, it's like, it's, it's always frustrating when you are a wrestling fan and the media doesn't really know how to cover it. Because they were doing all this stuff like George Clooney dating lady wrestler. And I think mm-hmm. the imagery is, you know. In like and even then, years. she was never like a, you know, muscle bound lady grappler. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I... You know, she's a model. She's not a model, but that's why I would, you know, describe her looks wise anyway. Well, I, I think when they say something like that, they, you know, you immediately picture, like, China from 1989. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's who... It's funny, because they were talking about how he met her, and he's like, hey, and like, it was like in 2006 at the Academy Awards. Hey, didn't I see you on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, because that was her big... <laughs> That's probably what most people know. I know, like, it's know just funny, time. though. You know, because her, her, that was supposed to get her this whole 
Hollywood career, and she had a contract with ABC. It never really went anywhere, and now she she's done crap. in her, you know, and now she's in her thirties, which is kind of like into depth. And he's this is probably the best thing for her career right now. Well, I mean, she went, you know, she went from to be George Clooney's arm candy for she, years. She yeah, she went from Nitro Girl to Dudley Duchess of Dudleyville to now George Jesus. Clooney's uh, arm candy. Wow, that's what a career. You know, but he. <laughs> You know, but, well, you know, but he only keeps them for like three, four years, you know, and then he trades up. Well, you know what? I'm sure just like fine wine, I think she's just going to get Yeah. It's just, mm-hmm. uh, what am I getting at here? Basically, her net worth will be going up yeah. the, next, the longer she's with George Clooney. So, um, let's see here. 836, uh, 25 left to go in the first hour. Um. Uh, Real quick, Charlie, we'll, we'll just chat about the Disney Minnesota Twins. I don't think I don't even think we'll have customers today. That 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 <laughs> I'm having hey. very goodly. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're welcome. I think that was the don't be those, are, those are those are the three words in Boston. I, I know. We all need to watch God Baby God in the practice. <laughs> Um, got some daycare or the fighter. So now the the the, ah. the, uh, the, the Twins sit uh, ten and a half games back, fifty one and sixty four. Um, they're not going to go anywhere. They're just they're terrible. Um, the team that I will be pulling for, I think uh, you'll probably Brewers. Yeah, I'm going to pull for the Brewers. I like yep. them. Um, Brewers are fun. Um. Right now, yeah, playoffs are going to start today. Boston will be your AL East champion, the Detroit Tigers uh, Central champions. Uh, Texas and uh, the Yankees will be the wild card. So it uh, looks like the Yankees would play the Rangers and the uh, Tigers would play Boston. More than likely that's going to be your scenario because um, the only other team, I mean, it's going to, be, it's going to probably go between uh, the Angels and the Yankees or Texas for the wild card. But, no. um in the NL, Philly has the best record in baseball, I believe, at 75 and 40. Uh, Milwaukee, top of the Central. San Francisco by a half game over Arizona. Um, and Atlanta is the wild card team. I, I, I want to say, Charlie, I'm the Pittsburgh earlier this year. I think you were like six of eight. Oh, thank you. I, I, yeah, I, 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 really, I think I think you had St. Louis. St. Louis winning the Central, and I think you really had the Twins. I think everything else yeah. is pretty much the same. That's just a whole other thing. I know. That's we, all we all picked the twins. Idiots. There we are. Um, I got offered uh, Minnesota Lynx tickets the other day. I would. I might. I read that they're doing really, really well this have, season, and have, nobody knows it. They have the. Best. I said no. I read it in CJ. <laughs> they have. Uh, they're probably going to win the WNBA championship. Well, let's let's let's. Well, well, you know, you know, when you're a big sport. Um, like the NFL, baseball, NBA, NHL, because you're listed on the My ESPN uh, yeah. scroll, you have to click on more sports and uh, like <laughs> table tennis is first. And then a, and a, then a new menu pops NBA. up. So it's not in the first column. It's not in the second column, which in the second column, there's NASCAR, soccer, mixed martial arts, horse racing in high schools. In the third column, oh my, in the third column between high poker school. and lacrosse is the WNBA. Uh, and, and in the same call or the same section, I believe there is um, uh, 
Oh, yeah. Cricket, rugby, and Bassmaster. <laughs> wow. Bassmaster. Uh, the fishing. Oh. Uh, the, uh, fish. uh, oh, the, the, the links go to Phoenix tomorrow night. Uh, people think it is. Well, like, you're smart. What do you think that, you know how, like, women's soccer kind of, kind of like, out, out of nowhere this year? People well, that's, 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 be, that's because they were in the World Cup, which yeah. is no one it's, it's, it's essentially the Olympics. Of, okay. It's, it's the yeah, it's the World Olympics of soccer. Every four years, they do that. Just like um, you just watch the root beer country. Just like what was it? Oh, it was last summer, two summers ago, when the U.S. beat, yeah. beat uh, England. Okay. That's or no, they tied. They tied England, didn't they? Or did they beat them? Where's Dylan? I don't know. Not here. Should be. Um, no, I mean the, the. I I just think everyone wants a everyone wants a feel good. I think uh, which which I mean think about this and 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 this is you know the the links are a professional team here in the Twin Cities as will be uh, the the Valkyrie B two in the next month. Um, <laughs> the Valkyrie. The Valkyrie. They play oh. green. They play Green Bay the first week of the what season. What in the hell is the Valkyrie? At the lingerie yeah. football league. Oh yay! No, we should get one of them on the show. Uh, no, but only if they agree to come in studio. We'll just say like in quotes. And then she'll get here and it's like an apartment. Yeah. Like I'm um, gonna come to our apartment. I think I'm gonna go. <laughs> so just walk in and see a giant Aaron Rodgers like, poster. Hi, I'm Handlebar mustache. Just want to leave. Um, um, I'm gonna call the cops. But right now, yeah, the Lynx, best record at the WNBA. They're 16-4. and four. They're That's really good. Winners of nine straight. Uh, they play Phoenix tomorrow night uh, in Phoenix. Phoenix is 11-9. I believe there's like maybe 10 games left in the season. I don't I don't know. Um, no, we'll just click on schedule. Uh, well, let's click on 2010 to see how many games they played. Uh, they played 34 games. It looks like the Lynx got about um, 14 more games left. But I mean, think about this: as a professional team in Minnesota, you have you have uh, well over time, you have the Vikings, you have the Twins, you have the Wolves, you have the Wild, you have the North Stars too. The, the, star, the Stars were here for about 25 years, I think. The Vikings have been here for 51. The Twins, uh, 61 or so. So I say same amount of time, about 50 years for the Twins. Wolves have been here since '89. The Wild have been here since 2001. Two championships, man. And I believe the links the Lynx started in 98-99. Of those teams, you have four trips to the Super Bowl for the Vikings, three to the World Series for the Twins, and with two championships, none for the Wolves, none for the Wild. The Minnesota Lynx could join the Minnesota Twins as the only professional sports team in the state history to win a championship. Wow. <laughs> How bad do the Vikings feel? My God. Terrible. Four Super Bowls. That's... Going for it. Going for it. That's... Uh, not a good stat to have. No, not a good stat at all. So, go Minnesota. I, I, I probably would turn my tickets down. I don't know. I mean, that'd be really, that'd be nice if they won, but I'd be like, oh, here's what happened. I'd look, I'd probably look in the, in the sports page, and it'd probably on the back. The yeah, Lynx yeah, won the seven. WNBA oh. title. I'd look, be like, oh, that's cool. Oh, the Lynx won the mm-hmm. WNBA. You can't see what I'm doing, but Lynx won the title. Yeah. Hmm. He's opening the paper. Of, hmm. But like, what do you think that they won the NBA, WNBA championship? That's cool. Well, I'll just carry on with my life no. now. <laughs> what do you think that that league needs to get? I mean, like, you need like a big star that's like on mainstream TV, or like, 
a scandal. Well, he, I think, well here's the thing. I, 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 I just think I think basketball is just. I think they, when you, when they, you, well, here's here's the two. They can get more popular. Is if they have men on their team I mean, or they play naked. Well, those are the only two ways. I would, I would say so the way they, they make it popular is by changing two things. Have men playing called the NBA. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's just my, my two cents there. But, no, I, I, I think that I, basketball is just a sport. I mean, I, I, I played basketball for I can't stand watching the NBA. I recently just no got to do it this year because the playoff series were good, but it's just, oh, it's just such a, and I'm not, I, these girls are great athletes. I'm sure they could, they could eat my ass in basketball. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm just I not in the same. I know. I, I, but, but I mean, it's just, it, it's just, you don't, you don't want to sit and watch it because like I watched, I watched five minutes of the, the Lake Sparks game the other night, the first five minutes. And it was like two to nothing after yeah, five they, minutes. And they, they, they can't throw, throw the ball out of bounds run. and they can't make layups. It's just, Oh, it's like watching a third I mean, grade team. Like you said, they they are athletic, but it's just so much different from the NBA. That the male well, athletes are just it's just so much faster. They can dunk. Yeah, that's that's what you want. You want nice you, you want the you want the fast paced sports. I mean, you obviously yeah. know what you're going to get with baseball. There's no clock, so you don't really have to worry about establishing a pace. You want to see the long ball in baseball. That's that's yeah. why people watch baseball, but. Uh, with basketball, you want to see them up and down the court, up and down the court, you know, yeah. dunks, you know, great passes and stuff like that. You don't want them to walk down the court, establish an offense, pass the ball, and then, no. you know, have a 10-foot jumper. It's just, it, it, no, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, you need, they want fast pace. That's why hockey's so hard hitting now. They've changed rules. I mean, hell, even soccer is, from what I watched, you know, the, the, the women's soccer, you know, the women's soccer was really exciting to watch. That Abby Wambach, I mean, Hell of, a, hell of a soccer player, but um, I was the ball boy for the soccer team in high school. That is hard cardio. <laughs> what exactly is this? The ball boy ball sounds boy very nice. Huh? You have to run the field with offense that's, and defense, that, that and because w- when the ball goes out of bounds, then it's your job to throw it back yep. in. Oh. I, the things I did for love. <laughs> Dan Ugla from the uh, like all those reps who. Throw it back in. No, no they the ball boy from the back end. Well, it's just like in tennis, we have the the, the ball boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dan Ugla extends his hitting hitting streak thirty games. To think that he's now he j- he just passed the halfway mark of the no, yeah he just passed the halfway mark of the Joe DiMaggio record of fifty six straight games. Good luck, pal. Yeah, that's gonna be hell. I mean, no one's even no one's ever touched that. Came close since uh, no. if Pete Rose. That'll be a that'll be fun to watch. I like to follow that kind of those kind of streaks. Um, we got about 14 minutes left um, in the first hour. Second hour is just loads of fun. <laughs> um, there we go. Um, uh, what? <laughs> what I was gonna say, you know. Um, Raw last night. I, I I think every you know every week we we watch Raw. Um, I, oh, this is what I was going to get into. We were mentioning this to Bill Simmons uh, on the interview. Punk uh, Simmons compared this to the Attitude Era, and Punk said this. I'm not. I don't want this to be called the Attitude Era. This is called the Reality Era. Yeah. So he's trying. Yeah. So 
and, and not like reality TV, but it's because you know it's everything's a lot more mainstream. They're blurring the lines and between, between real and fake. Between yeah. real and fake, because I mean that that shoot promo, you don't know if that you didn't know if that was if that was real or fake. Uh, same with you know Punk winning the title at uh, Money in the Bank. So Plus they're always making me surprised by CM Punk talking about people being fired from the WWE. Yeah, that was night. a wall moment. Yeah, yeah that was, see, and I, I think every week we're gonna I, with, with Punk being in this role that he is, I think we're just gonna see something new that we haven't seen for a very long time, or if, if at all, um, every week. And I, I, that I, these last you know four Raws have just been. Hell, even yeah, since June, since since Punk did this whole shoot uh, thing, I mean, it's been they've been fun to watch. I'm actually very, the matches have, they've actually had decent matches on TV too. Yeah. They're giving clean finishes. Clean, which I like. Yep, they're giving uh, the and, I, and, and I'm I'm gonna go ahead and just attribute this all to John Kent because he's been saying this for about six months. They need to turn Beth Phoenix and Italian heel and team them up as like the sisters of destruction. Yeah. And, and and this past week way. they both turned heel on their respective shows. So um, they're yeah they're giving the women the women's division a you know big shakeup too is what it looks like. Uh, just everything is uh, Zach Ryder's on TV. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's in an executive role on. Yeah, on they had an, um, they had an, I liked how they gave Christian like a segment on Raw to try to get people on Raw to watch SmackDown. Right, you know, I think right. that was a. a a nice touch, and I think what I liked best about the about that promo at the end of the show was that um, even Cena had had things to say that were good and not schlocky. That's I think that what's good about the promo is if it's stupid. true, if there's truth in it, and it goes ooh, and he knows of what's going on, but the yeah. fact that he said, you know, I still have my match with the Rock, and, and I'm set. Yeah. What are you gonna do if you don't win? Yeah. You yeah. I, I I think yeah. When, it, when you look at Cena, and I think the, the reason everyone, these people do not like Cena, he's come out with, like you mentioned, he changes his colored shirt every six months or so, yeah. sees the same entrance, the same promos over and over and over again. When, when, when it seems like Cena is not going off a scripted promo, that's a Cena I like to hear. Yeah. Because you don't hear it all the time from him, and it's, it's, it yeah. sounds like he's actually, you know, this is coming off his head because... I mean, with Punk, I mean they're they're breaking a lot of rules. He he the the theme song he comes out to called the personality. Vince McMahon does not like to use and pay royalties for songs like that, so they're letting him do that. Um, Punk is told a premise of a base basically here's what you need to work into the promo and then go go for it whatever you want to say. So the, uh, you know I wish they'd give a lot. I don't know how many you know I, like I wouldn't trust Kelly Kelly to. Think of her own material, but no. But I mean, <laughs> I, I. She's like Beth. You're mean. Beth, stop being mean. Your boobs look so much bigger than mine. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I just, hair is so much nicer than mine. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It'll be fun. I know we'll probably get into a little more WWE in the in the second hour, but um, we've got about nine minutes left here in the first hour. Go ahead and uh, do this. This is the end. It's the end of the world as we know it. Okay, Dateline. Uh, he's in, I think it's Key West in Florida. Florida Highway Patrol uh, troopers say a two-vehicle crash Tuesday at mile marker 21 on Cujo Key was caused by a 37-year-old woman driver 
who was shaving her bikini area while her oh ex-husband took the wheel from the passenger seat. Oh, my God. She, okay, now this is... This is husband took the wheel. She said she was meeting her boyfriend in Key West and wanted to be ready for the visit. Trooper Gary Dunnick said, if I wasn't there, I wouldn't have believed it. About 10 years ago, I stopped a guy in the exact same spot who had three or four syringes sticking out of his arm, and I thought it was surreal. I thought, nothing will ever beat this. Well, that takes uh-huh. it. If that weren't enough, Megan Mariah Barnes was not supposed to be driving her 1995 Ford Thunderbird uh, mm-hmm. on the road <laughs> the day before the rag Barnes was convicted in the Upper Keys Court of a DUI with a prior and driving with a suspended license, said the Monroe County Assistant State Attorney. Barnes was ordered to impound their car, and her driver's license was revoked for five years, after which time she must have a breathalyzer ignition interlock device in her vehicle when she drives. Uh, Barnes was also sentenced to nine months probation. Barnes and Judy, or Charles Judy were southbound of the Thunderbird at 11 a.m. when they went into the back a 2006 Chevy pickup driven by David Schaaf and Paul Bay. His passengers were a man, two women. The latter were treated for in- injuries at Lower Keys <clears throat> Medical Center. Schaaf had slowed to about five miles per hour to make the turn when a Thunderbird hit him, traveling about 45 miles an hour, which is within the speed limit. Oh. Barnes allegedly drove another half mile, switched seats with Judy, who had allegedly claimed to have been driving. She jumps in the back seat, and then he moves over. Then I said it was like an old comedy bit who's on first. Burns said Judy's chest passenger side airbag did not deploy. Uh, the uh, airbag steering wheel did deploy. Um, the, uh, Barnes faces the maximum of a year in jail if found guilty of violating a probation due to the wreck. My uh, my phone has been ringing off the hook all day. I know that there's, there's a funny side of this, but it's also serious. It's, uh, this is a scary road. A lot of bad wrecks are caused by this dumb stuff. It's unbelievable. I really start to believe stuff like this only happens. That's my kind of girl. How polite. <laughs> I, yeah, I, if she were to show up with an unshaved bikini line, I'd be like, oh, what are you doing? Get out of here. This is just absurd. You can't be doing that type of stuff. This is, this is terrible. What I, I find so weird is why is your ex-husband driving with you when you know you're going to hook up with another guy? That's 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 my favorite part of the That's well. <laughs> it ain't gay doing the three-way. I don't know. That's uh, that's my favorite part of that story. Was the and I part. get, I mean, listen, I'm always in like a hurry, and I'm always running late, and I get that. But I, well, that's, shaving is not something I think I would do in my vehicle. It's very polite. That's, that's, that's <laughs> thing, like you, you know, want to be you, like, you know, uh, like you you see girls you know applying their their eyeliner. Yeah, or makeup. What if like you the just, top what if you're driving by and you just see like you know, some, some girl driving? <laughs> and she's just kind of looking between her legs. <laughs> See some guy and then how do you? Cube. What do you do with the water and the cream and? Oh, what if she was just he was dry shaving it? You don't even get anything out of it when you do that. Why not just use nat strips? <laughs> huh? Nat strips are those things where it's like the goop and then you. Oh. It's like a home wax. I kind of wasn't really work. No, I saw that. Oh. I just thought uh, that's um. I'm gonna nair after this show. Don't do it while you're driving. I will not nair while I'm driving. No. <laughs> That is just, and also then when once the car slams on its brakes, wouldn't you like cut yourself like really bad? Oh wow! Like that would hurt. That would be bad. Those are all the thoughts that I had of this. Well, dude, just, just imagine, you know, like when you're in the shower and you kind of maybe you yeah. know, your hand slips a little bit yeah. and you, you nick your face. God, I wouldn't want to nick anything down there. Jesus. But I have, and it's no picnic. Yeah, I know. 
but shaved her labia majora. Oh. You never know. Oh, although I'm impressed that you used like the actual term. Huh? Like, oh yes, oh yes, yes. We are in a we, we are an anatomically correct show, oh, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh boy. That was so tentacle. Yeah, or she could have saved up her labia minora. Yes. Out of any. Okay. Means. We are bad. impressed. You know all the parts of the human. I mean, in, in health class, you know, you, you skipped to that page of the. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. Oh, remember <laughs> when we had to memorize? Mix, so page. we had to mix and match like the diagram of the um. Of the, oh um, yeah. I got penis wrong. <laughs> I put your urethra on something. I don't know. That's that's the one thing that you you know so much about. I know. Apparently. I know. I well. Huh. Quickly, Rex, I, I saw, you killed him. I okay. saw. Since we're talking about penises, I saw on the show Strange Sex the other night. Okay. Are you watching that show? I don't know. I just turned it on for watching. It. it was funny. And I saw a man who is 40 years old, lives in New York, has I the, the largest penis in the world. It when it is erect, it is 13.5 inches oh. long. One three. 13. I saw four, that too. And a half inches long and eight inches in circumference. But the thing is, he's not even like remotely good looking. No, he's not. Nah, but he said he slept Thir- over thirteen inch. Okay, now I'm. He I'm, said he slept with over a hundred women. Honestly, I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say here right. on, on Long Talk Radio that that I'm I'm anywhere close to that, which I'm bigger, obviously. But he's got a large one in the world. So. Well, I just that's because they haven't they haven't seen the Guinness Book of World, <laughs> world Records and seen beat drops. No, crowd. but you don't want to uh, that thing. Yeah, you don't. You know that's how do you hear? Well, just imagine if you have like elephantitis in the nuts. You're walking around yeah. with like a burlap sack between your like, he was he was a douchebag though. He's like, yeah, I have a large penis. Really? Like stuff like that. Because I like him. Oh yeah. About it. yeah. But he was horrendously ugly. He was not. Yeah. He was not a good-looking man. But I guess you never know. I mean, honestly, I'm just. I I I haven't researched this topic before. I'm not sure, but I would have thought that 13 and a half inches probably feel small. I I, I, I like thinking that as compared to something else. But, there's got to be some. It's there's got to. There's got to be someone out in the Congo. With, uh, he, he said, "I've got the biggest." Oh, wait, no, that's, that's a foot. That's a foot. It's it still is. over a foot, though. He said, "I've got the biggest dick in the world," but I was like, "How the hell do you know it's the biggest dick?" Yeah. It's, 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 it's like, yeah, it's like Guinness Book of World Records. don't measure your penis. Yeah, the, I don't the know. penis police did not come and chase it down. I don't know. I really Maybe want a foot line from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> with that note, let's uh, let's switch on over to. Hour two. Uh, Good lord. Oh, uh, my There we go. All I can ever be to you is the darkness that we know and this regret I died of custom too. Once you watched the ride when we were at our height, waiting for you in the hotel at night. I knew I had him at my match. But every moment we get snatched I don't know why I got so attached It's my responsibility You don't own nothing to me But to walk away I have no progress He walks away The sun goes down He takes the day But I'm wrong And in your place In the blue shade Do I trust the man when there's so many real things at hand? We could have never had it all, we had to hit a wall. So this is never to fall withdrawal. 
Even if I stop one of you That perspective for shit's true I'll be the next man's other woman That was an interesting, interesting first hour. Um, anyways, I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Was that was Amy Winehouse. I, you know, and 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 I, uh, we yeah, we really haven't had a we haven't had had like a current event late in show in a while. And that's and that's how I want to throw it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a yeah, you know, I'm obviously like when I heard it, I was like, oh, but. Judging by your lifestyle, I'm not. I that wasn't surprised. That's the thing. Nobody was really surprised by it, but it's still like, yeah. Because about a week before she died, I was in the car with a friend and he put on a song from her first album, and it was really good and it was fun, and it's that song called um, "Got Me Pumped." And um, yeah, and then like oh, um, a week later, um, they had announced it, you know. And I read about it on um, Twitter. Is how I found out, which I think is the sad reality. That's how. We find out breaking news mm-hmm. these days. You go on Twitter and find out the one who's break characters. Well, I, I, the, thing that I, the, the thing that I didn't know, um, I'll just. The whole situation, you know, Amy Winehouse died at 27. Yeah, and did, you know, Hendrick, Morrison, Brian, mm-hmm. um, uh, here. Wendy or Wendy O'Connor, and then other musicians that have not not notable. Great. McCarran, the studio's bassist Dave Alexander, and R&B singer Linda Jones are all ones that have died at 27, which very eerie. But again, it's you know with Winehouse, it was more of a when than how. Yeah. And um, which you know it, it sucks that someone with lifestyle like that. But um, I I. I Danger music. I thought your music was awesome. Yeah. So I, I, I absolutely was an Amy Winehouse fan. So sad there, but we must uh, must move on to yeah. other other things. So what's been going on? I mean, we'll, just, we'll talk about ourselves because that's all we like to. Uh, yeah. But oh, but the first what podcast? The first hour of the show. At when you're done with the second hour, Chris Bluey was our guest, uh, Minnesota Vikings punter. So friend of the show. Friend of the show. That's so fun friend, to say that about the uh, uh, he, He's been on the show three times and. Um, if, 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 if our if our fantasy football expert Paul Charchin is on the twenty fifth, uh, that'll be his third time too. So, was it fun that we had, we had Mickey James on last week? I'm so gushing because she was nice. She was absolutely. And you nice. always kind of expect people to kind of be a little. That's the thing. Is, okay, and, and I I, I, I go back is if you if you heard my rambling incoherent question that I asked her, I I don't think it's appropriate to talk about women's weight. Well, and, I think you were just so worried about. Offending her that that's, you were asking that's, it. That, that's what I was. I did not. I didn't yeah. want. I mean, I know yeah. means is Mickey James. And so you don't want to be like, I think you're hot, but well, at the same time, exactly, exactly. I don't want to be like, Mickey. I think you're hot. Those are the creepy yeah. hosts. But um, no, I, I that's. But I, I, I did, I did like. I said, well, if you think of, or you already got a backup, or which I don't even yeah. know what you said, but I, I, I did. I loved her. She's very sweet. Yeah. Very, thanks to good support. Thanks to JC for hooking yeah, me up for John Canton. Yeah. And she had good answers too. It wasn't canned like, oh, I like Yeah. You know. I think that would be a Kelly Kelly interview if we. If I met Kelly Kelly, chance of being like genius. I just love that. Or if, or if she's uh, like, um, what was that movie where it was the 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 hot girl was the nerd, not the not the um. The hottie and the naughty, Stranger Things. No, not, well, no. 
she's all that. Her with the glasses and ponytails. She's all that, yeah. And then yes, she, yeah, yeah. saw that movie. Yeah. I was. I wanted to say how to lose a guy in ten days, but, I don't but know. it actually had a really like good cast. Yeah. Then we had a okay. This is I'm gonna look out of my head. Some loser. Okay, it had Freddie Prince Jr. Yep. Rachel Lee Cook. Yep. Um, Usher, Lil Kim, um, Gabrielle Union, Dulé Hill, Jody Little Keith, Matthew Lillard, and my 13 year old boyfriend Paul Walker. Oh, but I saw it with a friend of mine, and it was you know, it was like it was weird. He couldn't, he couldn't explain what these strange feelings I was feeling. It's it's okay. Um, yes. I think we've all felt those. Things. It was my 90s, Paul Walker. Paul Walker's not our listening. Um, he is, speaking of fine wine, that man, he, he is not aged today. No, he really hasn't. He really hasn't. He really hasn't. Um, yeah, you know, I, 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 there's, a, there's, a, there's a few... Uh, one one of the the man I think we've already talked about here one of the man crushes that I've or just you know from my perspective what splits teams for Bradley Cooper he's yeah he's a he's a he's a he's a handsome fella and um, yeah I feel a little uncomfortable about this kind of thing but you know what, that's okay he reminds this, me of um, one of my friends a lot this is our ninetieth show. Uh, that's yeah. really ninetieth show. Well, it's just a really big for show well, uh, for for show one hundred. We, we we will, but you know the thing. I have to go through and count because I know uh, we we I did the special in Green Bay. Okay. Then we've done two John Canton ones, so technically it's like ninety four, ninety five. Okay. But, but we'll 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 commemorate the two year anniversary or something sometime in November. We have to do some kind of big. We should do like a like. Location. I was thinking. Like I was thinking. We'll, we'll probably have to go to the village pub or do something like something, that. Something. Something big. That is really exciting. Who knew? Yeah. Um. Now I. Okay. So now I was added as a friend by someone we went to high school with. Uh huh. And that's all I'm going to say. Okay. I'll write the name down here so okay. you can see it. Um. But now I was added a few few weeks or er, few weeks. A month ago, I don't know, I'm not sure. Okay. Uh huh. And um. Now, and, and this is this is how we we, we I, I get this topic brought up tonight. Um, rarely do we have have a planned topic. You don't know about what I'm going to talk about, but I, I I did take this off the internet. Just like twenty posts a day on Facebook. Yeah. And like I I don't I don't typically. I don't think I don't think I use my computer much for um, Facebook as much anymore. I do you know, when we do the show like nights like this, um, but I, I use TweetDeck and oh, it's just like, updating over and over again. This, this kid just throwing. Is stuff. it like status updates or is it like status, like the Foursquare? Status. That really pisses me off. I, I don't the, even I, know that you're at Sears. I do the Foursquare thing. I just think it's because you can get like cool discounts and stuff. Well, that's fine. But yeah. I, but what I do is when I I don't put put up I. I it gives you the option to put it on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. I'll most of the time take both Facebook and Twitter yeah. off. I'll leave Twitter on sometimes. Every now and then it's okay. But, so, but no, it's not something like that. It's posts about the stock market and no. the economy, the president. No. Pictures of things that shouldn't be, you know, posted yeah. online. So, I don't have ranted about um, things that I hate about Facebook. And things that I hate about, you know, just social networking in general. They actually sound like I'm old because I'm complaining about this stuff. But 
But this was done by, I believe, Cosmopolitan did, did something like this. this I, think, I think this is what I pulled it from. Uh, Cosmo or Newster, which is just, it looked legit, so I'm going to go ahead and read this. Okay. Um, these are things you should not post on your Facebook or Facebook okay. statuses or anything like that. Um, hint, hint, hint is number one. People who use their tweets or status updates to send not all subtle messages to someone on their friend Ooh, or follow them makes me extremely comfortable. Example, I'm thinking about you. Yeah, you. You know what you did, and I won't ever forget it. This is the not, this is not only passive aggressive, but it's downright weird and creepy. I always I used to do that all the time when I was drunk, and yeah. then it would always be about my mother. And then the next day I would like delete them and shame because I would forget writing it. Something really awful, dramatic. Like I know what you did. Like yeah, oh that's so awful and and awkward. And I think girls do that a lot about like their boyfriends. Yeah. I'm like, you think your boyfriend gives a shit about you about on Facebook? Yeah. I, like, oh, I know this is <laughs> I, I, I thought you might like your sister. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure everyone's done that where they, you know, had a drink or just yeah. woke up the next day and just immediately went back to Facebook. It's a, I think it's really immature. And it's one of those things, too, where it makes me so relieved that I did not have Facebook when I was in high school. That's that's funny thing. That, Thank yeah. the freaking Lord. I remember there was this boy I was obsessed with, and I would write these really passive aggressive like poems in my AIM profile, remember that? Yeah, oh, they have that. The AIM. I would write basically like cheesy song lyrics that were my own creation. Well, they were always about him. When I, when I was in high school, it was, yeah, it was AIM. Yeah. Or it was uh, Live Journal. Yeah. And, well, good. That was pretty bad. But, but even then, it Live, was still... Live Journal was a horrible, though. But I mean, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't anything like What I liked about Facebook. it was that you had to be still somewhat intelligent about it because, you know, Facebook, you can do it really condensed and you can use bad grammar and spelling yeah. and, and everybody sees it or as I've done something like that or like your aim profile so we still have to investigate enough or, or care enough to investigate right, about it right next, like everybody sees it next, really the next one is and I have definitely blocked people because of this one which which is another thing that, that I, I I don't want to defriend people yeah but I'm really glad you could block, I will block, block people or block uh, posts on the wall yeah but, but the man so how it goes is here are some things that I'm a fan of on Facebook. Barack Obama, The Beach, Breakfast Tacos, Ryan Gosling, and I Heart Sleep. I'm not a fan of my best friend from first grade or my or my mom or my boyfriend, so why the hell would I be a fan of you, person with no uh, with no talent who I don't know nearly as well, people who create fan pages for themselves, even though they do not do anything that makes me crazy, I get a little shiver of delight every time they enthusiastically ignore these requests. Speaking of, you can add Jiggy in the Eight Show. Yeah, on Facebook. <laughs> there we go. Be a fan. Which I'm sure we've we've, we've definitely shelved that a few times, but it's different. It's right? different. We're an actual show. I would like to say that Charlie does like Barbara Streisand. I have not even looked. I'm very proud of myself. You know he was in a towel too. He was, and I still I stayed looking right at the weedy spot. There we go. It's not a metaphor. <laughs> there was an actual weedy spot kind of that I. <laughs> yeah, no, I I. I, there was a, a gal I was friends with on Facebook, and every day she became a fan of about 40 different things. I said that, too. And, and just like, like, and I know that some people give you, like, discounts and stuff, yeah. but I'm like, do I need to be a fan of Oxygen on Facebook? I mean, I just don't. Clearly, you're, Emmer, clearly, like, right. clearly you're, clearly, you know, I love sleep. Everyone has to sleep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, unless you're an insomniac, you don't, but, um. Number and then this kind of applies to Twitter, and I'm going to pull mine up too because I want to kind of go through mine and see how bad I am at this. Uh, uh, sweet, sweet. Manic and ex- 
excessive retweeting. Really? You loved four dozen 140 character tweets by other people that so much that you had to retweet all of them in a span of an hour? I get the occasional retweet, but when something someone says makes you laugh hysterically or a link totally strikes your fancy, but seriously, do not retweet every single one of them. Every single thing for the New York Times because you're, you and your great aunt Mildred because it litters my feed, damn it. I'm looking at my retweets. Most of them involve the show, like John or Frank, yeah. um, Danny Valencia. Oh, he's dreamy. Yeah. I tried so hard to not do that. Um, I have one from you where you where you uh, have Trish followed by about 47 exclamation points. That was when she was on Raw. Uh, yeah. And I wasn't expecting it. Uh, she was the best. She, every time we talk about Trish, I get this stupid voice. She was the best. She ate the book her tea. <laughs> and I went trash. One of my personal favorite, I think I retweeted this when I was out drinking too, uh, when you said, preparing for the gay 90s tonight because that's how everyone should celebrate a Green Bay Packers victory. <laughs> oh, did that must have been the Super Bowl? Or no, I think it was the NFC Town game. Why else would I be tweeting about the football game? Yeah, it was when they wanted to get to the Super Bowl. Okay. So, but uh, yeah. Right, I think it was my green outfit. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, I mean, and I I only retweet something if I think it's really witty and funny. Yep. Um, or if you know, sometimes you know, I don't want to tweet about a big news item unless somebody does it, and it's like a newsroom thing. It's a way to acknowledge it without saying my own opinion. Because like, why would you care about my opinion of the stock market? But if Rachel Maddow says something, obviously people should trust her more than me. Right. But I think if you retweet every single thing that you agree with, it it like loses its Meaning, yeah, you know, it loses any kind of relevance. Well, one of, click, 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 click. I think one of my favorite retweets in recent memory um, was from Bill Walton, NBA great. He tweeted, um, kind of, everyone made LeBron James to Michael Jordan comparison. He tweeted the amount, or basically every game Michael Jordan played and the amount, uh, his points were just, you know, just numbers. And, you know, Michael Jordan didn't score less than, I believe, 21 points in an NBA Finals game while LeBron James scored eight in one. So I thought that was an awesome tweet just because, yeah, I've never seen something like that put together so well. Or Osama Bin Laden is dead. I, I, I retweeted that. Yeah, because that's a big thing. Yeah. So, or uh, I retweeted Andy Kukowski when we saw Mike Powell the Wild Game, and he totally shunned us and he waved. Kuk is on Twitter? He does. I should follow him. Yeah, he's, he follows Ted. Speaking and, of Twitter, I heeded John Cannon's advice. Yeah, I saw him. I saw Because John Cannon last week said he was not a fan of underscores. Mm-hmm. And the reason because I'm Jakey in 612, but I had underscores because I right. without it, I was like Jake Yin, yeah. which I think sounds like an Asian. Which is yeah. not, I'm not saying it's bad to be Asian. I just, it's not right. what I am. Right. But I heeded his advice and I think it looks much crisper. Right. So, thank you for that constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I just looked at you, and you're up to over 4,000 tweets. I know. I, I just surpassed How many of those were from Trump, by the uh, way? Yeah. I'm pretty bad. I've gone back and deleted a few that are bad. Oh, boy. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm I tweet up. these hot guys in California alone in your life. And the porn stars. That's when <laughs> I know I'm drinking. Yeah. I'm like, what's up, Austin Wilde? All right. Uh, number four, bragging. This is oh, a, I this hate This is that. a personal beef of mine. The example they get, or, okay, I'll just read her example. Now, this is from the perspective of some gal from Cosmo, not me. This one is a personal beef of mine linked directly to my own jealousy. I wish I got two weeks off and went on vacation over the holiday. 
but I didn't, and that's cool, whatever. But on Monday, my Facebook feed was littered with braggy, annoying messages like, ugh, I still wish I was back in Peru smooching my boo on the beach instead of at uh. work. Can I have another month off, like, now? I guess life could be I actually have, I know a girl from college that she got a really great big girl job, and it's, like, good for you, and, yeah, every week it's, like, just another week signed to Dallas. They're, like, guess you just met, I don't know, Toby Keith or somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Thanks for the Oh, that's what I mean. Someone says that's my boyfriend. I, I look at the ones, um, okay, I would, like, even even Charlie for the example. Charlie, you know, he he's a painter. That's yeah. his job. And then you you see people like I don't bitch about my job because I know I I could have it much yeah. much worse. Unemployment's nine point one percent right now. What's that? Like unemployment's nine point one percent. Exactly. I I I couldn't have. I might you not know, have a job. But suck it up. But there's these people that have these, these not, nice right. little office jobs that yeah. are, don't have to work with the public. I, I work with the I public. Know. I hate so, the public. Public plug. Exactly. Like these people don't don't work with the public, just have to you know punch numbers into computers and they get they make more than I do and they bitch like oh when will Friday be here and it's Monday and it's like okay you know, know what let people with with um, actual jobs yeah or like the fact is like I work retail yeah. I always work Saturday yeah I randomly have a Saturday off in in two weeks I see I'm terrified that any day at work they'll be like oh that was a typo. Like, so anyone bitching, like, oh, it's a Friday yet, I'm like, screw you, because I don't get Fridays in my world. Right. I mean, Friday is Tuesday. Yeah. Because I did not graduate college. So, well, fuck I mean, you and your nine to five. Well, I mean, that's the guy. Like, I, I, you know, usually Friday is Friday to me, but I, I work, like, every three Saturdays. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't work Sunday. Um, excessive use of quotes and all caps for emphasis. <laughs> this was posted as a status update. Cap is shouting. Yeah, exactly. Well, and somebody needs to talk to my mom about that because anytime she sends, yeah, anytime my mom sends an email, it's all in capital letters. That's like, yelling. Yeah, even with a text or or how she ends her text with mom. Oh my mother. <laughs> That's a good day. Love mom. Like really, I don't know what this was. Uh, my phone under mom. Okay, and then she as she put this was posted as a status update over the holidays by a member of my own immediate family. Where the hell did the last ten years go? <laughs> oh well, I'll au revoir, oh nine. I won't miss ya, two thousand and ten. I'll rise again. No, uh, not Jesus, me. I'll <laughs> I'll hell? rise to meet the challenges instead of letting them beat me this time. First of all, you know that someone's mom or aunt that thinks they're like really funny. Yeah, yeah. So you probably can understand for more than two minutes. Yeah, I have a family member. I have a few family members like that. I have a few family members who complain about, like, things my mom would complain about, like, this thing is backed up today. (laughs) 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 No chairs, mom. Um, uh, Twitter is not your fitness diary. Just ran five miles. Off to yoga. Wow, can't believe I did 20 pull-ups five days in a row. I feel so Uh, So sore from yesterday's three-hour triathlon training sesh. Gonna take it easy today and and do a bike ram, whatever. Your your constitutes about how much you work out are giving the rest of us fat slobs a com a <laughs> complex. And we're following you so that we can eat cheese noodles and peas. Bye bye. I will just say, granted, I'm not. Um, Anyone who posts on Twitter or Facebook about them working out needs to go hang themselves. 
I will just say, though, to put that that about a year and a half ago, when I joined LA Fitness, I began my operation to get that shit tight. Right. And I do admit every time that I go to the gym, I do have to write. But that's... I'm going to operation to get that shit tight. So I'm a bit guilty of that. But I will say, every, you know, um, especially back when I would go to college to visit, people that I never even knew, even looked at them at my Facebook because they, they aren't on it every day, they would be like, I love when you write about operation to get that shit tight because that's so funny. So... But you, but you did, but you, like, and, and and I don't think this one's on here, but this is the one I hate. It's like uh, someone wake, wakes up at 8.30 a.m., opens their computer and says, just woke up, going to take a shower, then going to go to work, yeah. then going to go to the gym, yeah. then going to have like, dinner, then going to watch a movie, day. then going to go to yeah. the bar. I don't, I don't care. care. If you yeah. got to put a then in your Facebook status, it does yeah. not need to be a Facebook status. Don't do it. Um, number seven, tweeting during a crisis. This one goes out to Tila Tequila, who was so distraught about Casey Johnson's passing that she tweeted about uh, about it continuously ever since finding out. She even mid-Twitter war with Paris Hilton as I type, girl, put down your phone and go grieve like a normal person. Yeah, I, I think that yeah. was a big... Well, I, I think that I bet can be said to any event, like um, Packers winning the Super Bowl example. All my Packer fan friends, um, you know, write up some pro go Packers, Packers in the Super Bowl kind of status. And then every Vikings fan I on my feed, it's like um, sad, sad face. I want to want to kill myself. The Packers are the worst team ever, even though it's the best. You know. And what they usually like with Facebook, I don't even have to turn on TV if there's any kind of like a Packers game going on because of all my friends from Wisconsin and you. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I don't need to watch the game or watch any of it. Yeah. You know, win. Yeah, and how is a world event with you, Packers fans? Well, not even not even that. Just like I, I can tell, like if the Twins are losing because. Like Mike Caps will jump off the Twins bandwagon and jump back on it, like like I do too. Yeah. Or just anyone, you know. And you can always find out what's going on other sports or news wise. But like I said, that's why I why the whole topic is because I'm so sick of seeing about the stock market stuff. Um, okay, uh, that's TMI. There's a lot that falls under the umbrella of too much information, but in no particular order, babies first everything. Yeah. Little Anna ate her first bit of salt food, made a big poo-poo in her diaper right away. Yay. So cute, being a mom with the uh, best job ever. Health emergency slash procedures. Boring. Off to see the gyno. I have ingrown hair. To have an ingrown <laughs> hair last. Wish me luck. I'm heartbroken. Feel sorry for me. The look on Charlie's face right now is just <laughs> Yeah, I'm heartbroken. Like, really? No, Charlie. We're getting quotes. <laughs> Feel sorry for me. Amelia doesn't want to get out of bed because I'm her stupid. Oh, okay, great. Uh, or because her stupid ex, because her stupid ex boyfriend dumped her last night. You know, so never love anyone again. Lady issues. Second hot flash of the day. Menopause seriously sucks. I, oh god. And granted, we don't want to see mobile. I do actually. I have been watching everything. Yeah. But didn't write about that too much. Thank God. I don't think I, I don't think I see too many. You know, um, anything. I, I think it's anything I see more babies or. Oh, I love my boyfriend so much. She's not the best, or, you know. Things I don't like know. That. Um, let's see here. Uh, conducting your entire life. Which is what we were talking about earlier when you do your whole. Yeah. I can't Exactly. And more, okay, I, okay, I didn't read this one. Okay, so. I just woke up. I and, just burped. <laughs> and more specifically, assuming everyone else does too. Guess what? We missed your super awesome party because you posted a status update about it instead of sending the proper invite because we don't check your Facebook page every hour on the hour. We didn't see it. Not everyone keeps a browser window open on Facebook all day, every day. Likewise, 
when we actually see you in real life, we may not remember every single obscure article you posted on your page or which YouTube video you found particularly hilarious two weeks ago. A friend of mine complained about this saying, it's just assumed that I have to keep on top of the Facebook activity in order to carry on a dialogue with them, and then I have to hear about their uh, uh, minuscule or their yeah, minuscule. minuscule of what uh, what it means that someone liked or didn't like their Facebook post and dissect the subtext to get a flip in life. Indeed. Yeah, I've 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 heard I'm not so much on on that point, but I've I've heard people you know say, well, so and so didn't like or hasn't liked my Facebook status yet. Uh, I think I think that's what brings out the that's what Facebook brings out the worst to people is this whole like narcissism. And I, 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 and I'm guilty of this because on my birthday, which was which was a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was hitting that goddamn re- fresh button every. I mean, I mean, and granted, and and I was on my computer all day, but when I was, I was like, why are people saying happy birthday? I didn't have, I didn't have to do that because on my birthday, I I woke up. And I had, I had, you know, like six or eight, because the emails go to my phone and so okay. on. Yeah. So I had like six my or eight. My phone is from like 92. Okay. I, I looked at my phone and I had about six or seven emails. So six or seven people said something on my Facebook already. It was like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. One of which was uh, Fox 9 news anchor Tom Butler wishing me happy birthday. And I was wow. like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a happy birthday now. That's, that's cool. That Tom Butler. You're wished me. really famous now. Not really, but. I don't have any celebrities. Photo tagging. Listen, even if you think the photo of your friend is awesome, don't tag him slash her. <gasps> Share the album with her. Let her tag herself like she would like to. This is one. This one is simple, but it never fails to amaze me that someone who actually likes me would take a photo of me with drool on my double chin. <laughs> or sometimes when pictures aren't of you specifically, but they take you anyway. Like my friend B. Radley, that's his Facebook name. Mm-hmm. Some like IBS picture or something. It's it's like in a medical book and it's about your bowel exploding. And he tagged me in that picture because I was talking about IBS. Oh. But I didn't untake it because he's really cool and popular. And if that's what it takes. <laughs> and, and to be tagged by him. To be tagged by him, if yeah. that's what it takes to get me on the A list, I will take it. But <laughs> but um, I did still write WTF. Why did you tag me in this picture? Uh, let's see here. Oh, let's play catch up. Hey, how's it going? Is a question that should be asked via email, over the phone, or in person, not on someone's Facebook right. page. What are we going to do? Fix some cosmos and gab about old times via wall messages? <laughs> I have that too because, you know, and my friend Aaron McCarthy always talks about this and um, awkwardly writing into people. There's that sense of like, uh, there's that sense of competition and there's that sense of having to having to just in one sound bite so you don't sound like a loser. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah, what am I voice. doing? And they're just like, oh, I, I work them all. Smile. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever lied to people? I don't lie, but I'll exaggerate. Like, I mean, I do stand-up about once every two months mm-hmm. and I'll just be like, oh, I do comedy shows. And that implies that I do it every week, which, which if I wasn't such a lazy ass. I, that's, I, I do the same too, yeah. I work at a bank, but you know, I, I love doing the show that I do. Yeah. You know. I love it too, but and I then, do it once a week. And then I'll occasionally name drop, like, yeah, we, yeah, you know, Chris Cooley's a friend of the show. We tag yeah. uh, You know, I've had guys like, you know, Paul Charchi and so on. So, 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 yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. But, yeah. That's that. Um, if, uh, if Narcissus had a Twitter, 
These people generally are snide and pretentious, and my friend noted they call out a typo in an article in the New York Times to talk about how they thought the lead character in Bam's staging of Electra was underdeveloped. Same with your college thesis, dude. Each tweet tries way, way too hard to convey the person's life is just so incredibly fabulous and exciting. My friend continued, they they get me all name dropping like gosh, this is a third party where I run into Dave Eggers. He must be stalking me. <laughs> <loser>. <laughs> I like this article. It's pretty much. It's funny. Yeah. Um, I think too what happens is you know if you remember this book with um gay dudes is. Because I have some different with really rocking bodies, which is fine, and I get it. And if I was like them, I'd, I'd, be, I'd make it right now. Right. But you need to look a picture every day doing the whole, like, douchey iPhone and, like, the mirror pic. Um, I hate those pictures. So many guys, there's, there, there's a website, and you can take it later, called guyswithiphones.com. <laughs> I don't think it's safe for work. It's all, and who is it? Um, who is that really hot bass player? Grady Sizemore, yeah, allegedly his, well, his ex-girlfriend did because, okay. she, because she was mad at him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, okay, these are the pictures that I can't stand. It's the, yeah, the dude's, like, taking a picture with, like, you know, their their hat down, like, you know. Hat down, the shirt's on. <laughs> well, or just pull, yeah. pull it up the shirt, yeah. you know. Or the girl ones where they're, like, sticking their ass out, ass yeah. out their chest out. And those and then, are always really funny because they always either have, like, the toilet seat visible mm-hmm. or there's, like, a baby in the background. Yeah. But, or the ones where they're, like, you know, they're doing that puckered up look. My friends are uh, like, yeah, like, oh, like, the duck face. Like, yeah, why do you have every... Because they're being sexy. Yeah, yeah, that's not sexy. I family of ducks outside that look just <laughs> um, And the last one is... Um, and I'm impressed this gal worked his name into this article, but if Harry Carey were on Facebook, in my world, hawks are birds, jets can fly, and angels are in heaven. Tweeting or updating your status to express your enthusiasm that your favorite sports team won and have some super important game, uh, uh, won some super important game thing is one thing. Given all your followers and friends the minute-to-minute play-by-play, that was interference. Come on! Does it make you the greatest fan ever? It makes you the most annoying one. Yeah. I will agree. I've Cubs done that. Uh, Cobb's win. The Cobb's win. I, I've, uh, I've done that before. He's never dropped a ball in his life. Oh, wait. <laughs> well, hold on. What was the... Who's the Carey Club? Uh, <laughs> the What was the one that will throw that? Hey. Hi. Would you eat... If the food were made out of barbecue spirit, would you eat it that... <laughs> oh, and then you know, the big one was well, it was the first hit that Colin Quinn did the update, and then he got Colin Colin Quinn Norm. Yeah. Hi, dog. If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? Would you eat yourself? I know I would. <laughs> yeah. I'd cover myself and bust good relish. I'd be delicious. <laughs> Brandon gets it. They almost did it like twice, I think. They did one with Robolo and then one with Don Allen. Or, no, it was with a uh, Jeff Goldblum, too. Right? It was the Jeff Goldblum. It, about the solar system. That's that's the, that's the one. Joan Allen was after he died, and there's the, and and there's a line where she's just being dead. Um, I'm more. Really, the reason never ever again. 
which one's lost. But I, I, I football. They're on whatever you want. Sunday. Yeah. Sunday. Everyone knows. Pretty much. I'm writing about. Uh, wearing my Sunday vest. Yeah. I thought he captured everything. Well, he had a like a friend my past, but I just, you know, I'm, you know, because I, I don't want to think my the same. I want to actually whatever right. or you know. Yeah, like I'm like open the gay, but does my aunt like need to know like not really sexy, like no. So I, so I do try to curb stuff like that. So it's Yeah, I But I'm, you know, then I think like if you're offended by me, don't be my friend or don't, you know Yeah, like I'm read what I've I'm got a family that's irresistibly clean and fresh carpets in your home. Well, I'm glad we have fresh carpets. The moist time removes three Okay. I uh like no, I I'm you know, I'm friends with yeah, I have Family members, I'm friends with other. Because Dean would, well, just say the off order. Yeah. Well, I, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. His friends with his aunt. And I... <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to upload this video. This damn... Um, oh, no, it won't work. Never mind. Um, I'll have to figure it out. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to Harry Carey next week so I can do it. Hi. <laughs> so, yeah, that wraps up the list. But that was really fun. Yeah, I... I uh, I agree with most everything. I think I'm a, I do one of those, one or two of those things. And and I and I do try to like only update like like stupid every day of the month because I don't like to. Yeah, I don't think Twitter on the other hand, especially drug tweeting, I'm just horrible. I I, I thought. But I did get a retweet last week from Dancing with the Stripes for Professional Karina Sinha. Wow. So every now and then it paints off. Actually, yeah. You could refresh the paint. When I was drinking during bocce. Got a retweet from Mark Rosen from Channel Four. Yeah, I think I win. Uh, yeah, I know. I I don't. I'm trying to think of the, the most. Although that that is exciting. Mark Rosen is a local icon. Okay, let's, I'm gonna see. Who, oh, He's who? not on the top-rated television show in the country, but I'm trying to see who's the most famous tweet. Mine have been, and this is famous. Combination is to begin with. But if we're on it, I would say Karina Smirnoff and Rose O'Donnell. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize this. So there's, I don't get notified about, you know. Well, you tweets. don't get notified on your phone unless you follow them. Huh. Okay. Well, anyways, Pro Football Talk uh, put, a, put a tweet. Now, this is kind of cool. I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, Pro Football Talk put per league source Ray Edwards' contract is worth thirty million dollars over five years with eleven million guaranteed. I retweeted it and said, and I think they retweeted it too. Oh, <laughs> good. retweeted by you. But I am fascinated by the people you find all over the world that are like, I don't know how she follows me or how I found her, but. She works in Texas at a like GNC shop, and we just bitch about working in like retail all day, and that's fun. We find someone that I mean, like she did a a follow Friday for me, and she said that follow him because he's the gay boy version of me. Right. So that's what's really fun about Twitter. 
to me, that's more fun than, you know, when, like, a celebrity retweets you. Because that, that is exciting, but they're not going to remember, you know. Yeah. Rosie, yeah. you know, I mean, like, Rosie O'Donnell is not going to remember the time that I told her how to spell court overstreet. But the what was really cool is I, the, one of my favorite moments, Twitter, out in the public moment, was when, um, I think we mentioned this on the show, when the Twins, the night the Twins won the division last year, Charlie and I are standing up against um, kind of like a bar thing in the outfield, and you tap on the shoulder, we turn around, it's Eric Perkins from Care 11. He's yeah. like, and he's wearing a tux holding an Emmy. And he's like, hey, you guys want to be in a video with me? Yeah. I'm just going to sing to you guys, and you just hold this. And they're like, okay. So Perk sings to us, and he's like, dude, that was awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. And he, and he was like, hey, Perk, I was like, I follow you on Twitter. He's like, oh, I'll follow you. Tweet me. And then I, did, I followed him, and, it, and like an hour later, Eric Perkins is following me on Twitter. That's really sad. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's cool. You know, I, I, the whole Twitter thing, I think, is, I, I thought it was dumb at first. And that's the positive aspect of it. You really connect people. It's not so much like, you know. And I would say um, there was um, someone that I went to school with. Really, here, we'll, and we'll do the name thing again. Yes. Um, who I, you know, who I don't know very well, but he's really into the whole social networking aspect of it. He has like a thousand followers and all of that stuff, and that's great. But he hates new Twitter. Sure. And he was and he was retweeting other other friends of his that did not like the new Twitter. And he retweeted this girl saying like, "New Twitter is gay." <laughs> and I'm usually not sensitive to that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, you know, you have as weird as it sounds, like kind of like a fan base because you talk to these you know, girls right. around the world. And I wrote him, I was like, dude, like, did you really have to like retweet right. that? And to his credit, he was like, oh, look, like, I didn't mean any um, offense by it, and it was a fortune towards So that, in a way, like itself, is, I don't want to say, oh, I changed the world today, but you can even run that kind of sentiment around, and it's done in 100 part of characters or less. Yeah. And to his credit, he um, took it down after um, I wrote that. So we all learned oh, okay. things That's from each other. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'll explain it later. So. But, but, but I do wish people would stop um, retweeting Chris Brown songs. What? People are all like, listen to this Chris Brown song. This huh? is like Blanche. Twitter is somewhat, sometimes like, like it turns me into an old man. But I just, I am ashamed of my country that, that he still has a career. Yeah. Even though I loved, I'm, but this is the hard reality is that I love some of the songs. Drink, so do we. Wait. No. Because, you know, that's the big rumor now. If you want to gossip, like, what they've seen, the rumor is that Selena Gomez and Bieber broke up. And the rumor is because she was upset that he could become good friends with, with Chris Brown. And I say good for her. Selena Gomez? Yes. Yeah. Good for her. Um, and Angie's 18th row, I'll say that. Oh, good. I'm really, I didn't even think about that. Grass in the field. Um, wow. Well. Um, terrible. Yeah, that, that is terrible. That's terrible. I'm sorry, world. Um, I'm going to look at some of my tweets, and if, if, I, if I throw anything out there that's um, somewhat entertaining. That's one of my, my stupid tweets. It was two Fridays ago. It was about, I believe, what time of day was it? 2.30 in the afternoon, and I tweeted, I realized I haven't tied my shoes today, and I've been at work for almost five hours. Oh, what? Um, um, me talking about how we're going to win the Bocce Championship and failed. 
Oh, well, I don't yourself. I didn't. Or twink yourself. There you go. Um. Oh, uh, Charlie. Uh, <laughs> I, I did put a Charlie. I, I'd like to put quotes of people down there. Yeah. And, 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 and Charlie uh, texted me after the whole Triple H taking over the WWE thing. And uh, Charlie said, fuck acting, it was real. That was a really good. <laughs> good it was a good segment. All right. What do you think about him being the uh, special referee? I think we will see Triple H turn heel someday. I'm such a funny. I like the slow burn. I think. Well, I I, I read. No one believes in slow burn anymore. I I, I read. I don't know who I read this from. Gotta read a whole bunch of shit during the day, but let me get a list of um, WWE pay per views pulled up here for a second. So you got SummerSlam now, SummerSlam is Sunday, and you got Night of Champions. Um, That's in September, pay per view, right? Yeah. Okay. So they they've got they're gonna have a, a tour in Mexico. So right. So, 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 they, so, so they're both in Del Rio. So they're probably gonna want Del Rio in the whole main event. Yeah. Thing. So I think. I think Triple H turning heel could benefit John Cena or uh-huh. CM Punk. So yeah, I, I don't think we know who who will win. I I think I think taking the belt off of Punk this Sunday would just kind of blow this whole storyline. Yeah. I think it'd be way too soon. It's, I think yeah. I think what they do is, um, you know, Triple H tries to screw over CM Punk, uh-huh. and in essence, yeah, that's how you get the heel turn of Triple H, but then. Maybe have some sort of John Cena Triple H feud going into, you know. Well, because well, when is the um, next book tour? Is it in, uh, um, in October? I believe. Go. Oh, I bought that. You know, because so many times this year they planned on Del Rio's title and then it gets snapped for the yeah. last minute. And um, CM Punk actually talked himself out of it. With the original finish at Money in the Bank was um, Triple H giving him the pedigree yeah. and then um, Del Rio cashing in. Yeah. Um, it's between Hell and a Cell and Vengeance, so middle of October is. So the, I think they've, they've got enough time where. They can, they can, you know, they can build. They can build them winning it, and it's meaningful and not. I think if they do it so soon, it's like, oh, I have to do it now. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I, I think I'm they. Do it do I think it. they have CM Punk win this Sunday, then have the re, have a rematch like that at yeah. Night of Champions. Um, but somewhere in that aspect, having Triple, I, I, even if even if it occurs at Night of Champions, but having Triple H turn heel, beautiful number two, because I could see, you know, Punk versus Triple H. Somewhere down the road, too. I think that would be a great, not only a great view, but just a great match. Yeah, well, and it'd be different, you know. Right. And I believe it's the HSBC Center in Buffalo is what's hosting that of champions. have kind of, um, what they said, some. Where is it here? Didn't go this far. We always end up talking about Melissa Minutes. By the way, um, they're kind of 
It's at uh, WWE teasing Triple H to wrestle soon. And um, the September issue of WWE Magazine is teasing the company's new COO will be returning to the ring and a champion. Here's the quote. Triple H has not contested in a match with the WWE in, to, uh, since he nearly ended the Undertaker's winning streak at WrestleMania. So what's better time for the game to get a, to jumpstart his 2011 season and at Night of Champions this September? Um, after he currently holds the WWE record for 13 championships, and 23 total title reigns. Other than the recently returned Edge, no other superstar has ever worn that much gold around his waist. A title opportunity at NOC would bring... Oh, a pop-up, really? Would bring... I hit fire. Oh, Jesus. Now a title, A title opportunity at NOC would, would bring the King of Kings one step closer to becoming the greatest champion in WWE history. So... I think... But I just hope I, that they do it where it's a moment and not... Because it feels like, you know... I just don't want them to do, like, some TNA thing where tonight Triple H is on a random take you that and they don't even, like, right. do anything about it. Right. So if, if they build it up, I agree. then it would be for it. But so far, like, I like I kind of like when he comes out from, you know, wearing the suit. And, you know, I mean, it still takes them half an hour to say a sentence, but, you know. I, I, I think that, yeah, I think that, he, like with, especially with this feud because you know it, it it seems like you know they're Cena and Punk are both fifty fifty over they are like you know Punk is completely over with the smart fans the smart fans the the, the men and then the kids and the women and the, still cheer Cena like he's Jesus yeah so so, so, it's, so you can, it's, it's definitely a experience for both but I I think that so obviously they're both kind of baby faces right now and then you true Triple H heel. He could go either direction. He could do with both guys if he wanted to. If you have a mini feud with Cena, but but what I'm getting at is that you know, come January, Cena's gonna have to start focusing on the Rock. Yeah. So Cena might not touch the gold until right. after WrestleMania. Right. have enough going on. Yeah. So. So um, yeah, and I, and I think Del Rio's gonna be in the picture, especially if you're gonna go to Mexico in October. So uh, yeah, that's. This is definitely. But I I just don't like how well I mean I'm definitely gonna get SummerSlam because I want, want to see the main event. I know, event. but I won't be able to be here until seven twenty. That's okay. Seven thirty because the mall parking lot at seven on Sunday is like no. Well, you probably just miss the Kelly Kelly match. I kind of want to watch that match. I'm not gonna watch that match. Um, Even though I think Kelly's gonna win. I think so too. Because they're in Buffalo next month, so Buffalo will be cheered, mm-hmm. and I think. A nerd. I think it's going to be a carbon copy of when they did the exact same thing when Candice Michelle was the champion and Beth won a battle royal. And then, you know, they do a match where she gets the butt kicked and then she does like a crucifix at the end. I hate the venom stuff. That's the thing with their game. The only thing that bothers me is that, you know, I'll probably put the SmackDown spoilers here and not read them on the air, but um, you've got four booked matches. First time I play them right now. You have Christian and Randy Orton. You have Kelly Kelly and Beth Phoenix. You have CM Punk and Cena and then Sheamus and Mark Henry. Well, they're probably going to do uh, yeah. Miz versus Ray. Yeah, but I mean, I I like to see some build. Like a full card. Yeah, yeah I like to, I, I like to know what I'm getting. I don't want to see you know four matches added Sunday. Yeah. I mean that the money in the bank was built so well. I mean, I haven't seen a pay per view you know booked that heavily. And just, yeah. So well and so long, it's just. Um, you would think that for your second or third biggest show of the year, yeah, they'd actually would. want to yeah. 
that's a good point. You know, at the undercard, I feel like they're not really. Yeah, but I, I am glad they they are. You know, um, yeah, they're showing a lot more wrestling on you know Raw and SmackDown. Uh, I I like this whole where this Christian thing's going, but you know, four months now, I think we gotta you know. Yeah, except they did face to face with the first That's one. True. It. That's so true. It was a, it was it was a different match. But I I do like I do like Seamus turning face. I, I yeah. think I think that's a nice new direction that they're going with that. Um, yeah, that's about how I feel about it. It's going to be a good, be a great main event with Punk and uh, Punk and Cena. Lesnar WWE update. He reports that designs have been created for Brock Lesnar to appear in the WWE 12 video game. What? That's I want to buy a PlayStation really bad. Well, no, I think, it, it's, I think I'm moving. I mean, not soon, but it may I'm moving. And, you know. So far, there's no talk of Lesnar appearing on WWE TV to promote it. Very cool. Well, they can't have him on TV. It would that's going to stand for. Yeah. Because he won't wrestle. No. And it's going to disappoint people. Chris Masters commented on CM Punk. Uh, last night, because he brought him up in the yes, promo. Yes, fired. Masters wrote CM Punk, telling it like it is tonight. That's what I said. So, Gail Kim quit, but I, she and still, now she claims back. she can't run something around. Well, I mean, it's just like Ken Anderson, you know. He, yeah. They, they wouldn't let him wrestle for three months. But no, but, but, no, but that's different, because that's with most in their contract. This is different because she, she wasn't released. She just kind of up and quit. And usually when you ask for your release, they're like, they say okay. But I think because of the way she acted, she was doing the tweeting and the things like that. They're just going to play um, hardball with her. So, it's, But, you know, because I'm such a nerd that I was going to she had more false pushes, and I think anybody, male or female, has had it. Like, I mean, you know, she had a week where they were working, she fell back, and then I understand her, you know, frustration. But you you got to play the game when you're doing any kind of job. You have to understand the politics of your yeah. situation. I talked about that with, you know, like at my work, my manager did something that I disagreed with, but I can't be like that was fucking stupid. Although I did get a. Any time at work, you get a free sandwich. Well, that's a good day. Well, and, and keep in mind this is Tuesday night. Uh, your brother, who was on the first uh, about the first twenty minutes of the show tonight, he just he just hung up. He didn't buy the credit. He just hung up. Well, Dane is PC. Yeah. Uh, it says Dane Sneaky Pete. Oh dear God. On a Tuesday. Oh, and that's what I said. I'm going to comment and say that. On a Tuesday. It's surprisingly busy because my 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 twenty second birthday was on a Tuesday and we went there. What is my twenty sixth birthday? This is this year. Oh God, I'm this, I'm so upset with my five. I don't two want to think months about ago. It. Yeah, my actually mine is on a Tuesday this I don't year. Want to think about it. I took I took the Monday with Tuesday and Wednesday, so I have a nice little five day weekend to celebrate my birthday. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Yours is coming up. About two months away. Is yeah. I don't know about it yet. Well, it's like fun, but but again, I'm 26. And, oh lord. I think I'm gonna do the um Mariah Carey route, where she calls them anniversaries. Kind of 
over face. <laughs> it makes you sound a little more prestigious and cocky, too. It does. Anniversary this of myself. The, this is the 26th anniversary of my historic debut. Yes, I think that. Oh, God, I don't want to think about it. I mean, I had fun on my birthday. I mean, I went to the, to the casino with all my money, and the town is not more money, but. That's kind of what I wanted to do, too. You know, get a limo. Yeah. First. No, don't really, because I want to go. Said she said, um, situation of everyone who's asking. I quit last Monday. Five years working for a company where I was not utilized or appreciated. I'm not, I'm now for some reason valuable enough to keep me under the remainder of my contract so I can't work elsewhere. Controlling thoughts. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of a dick move of them. Yeah, honest, it really is. I mean, she had, you know, well, she won the belt the first time that she brought It's a disaster. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm looking into, like, the whole history, but so then she gets released in 04. Right. She was TNA's top female star, but TNA was paying her a shilling. So she, you know, went, went for the money, which I totally understand. And then she had, she got pushed once where she had a match with uh, Nikki James that was, not good because she got injured like during the match and it just like, totally fell apart. Right. And then remember Maurice and she was in this front of that bad battle, you know. Then she's on Superfest forever. Then they finally put her with um Daniel Bryan. So she's finally on TV again. And then yeah. so she'd always had these angles where she'd be popular for like three, two, three weeks and then they would push somebody else and it, it was Gail Who and so I, I, I understand her frustration, but I also feel like, okay, then humbly ask to be released. No, don't, don't pull your, I mean, you know, she did that thing, you know, like, and the Battle Royal, she eliminated herself. She, she rolled out of, of the ring. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that's right how they're treating her, but you've got to play the game. You know, I mean, listen, um, Molly Holly and Jillian Hall both asked for their releases, yep. and, and they were granted their releases. Because I think if you do it, yeah, you gotta show some sort of professional, right? Especially when you have a guy like Vince as your boss. I mean, yeah, because he hates losing. He hates losing anything. Quote unquote boss. You don't know. I mean, (laughs) that's what the storyline is right now. You don't know Vince is really calling the shots if it's Triple H, but but yeah, if you have you have a boss like Vince, from what you've heard, what you've read, you better probably act as if that's the truth. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like Vince likes to be pushed around and. He wants to have the upper hand when it comes to anything. He wants yeah. to have the last word. So, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. Um, three minutes or so left tonight. Um, yeah, next, well, back-to-back shows. It's like where we'll be professionals like this. I know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, SummerSlam is this Sunday. It'll be fun that last week we've got four minutes up so we can talk about each match. Um, yeah, I, I, I like where Sheamus is going. I, I, I like I, I like to see Mark Henry and Sheamus on top. I mean, Mark Henry's been the company long enough, as much as it pains me to say. It'd be nice to give Mark Henry a you know month-long reign as the, the champion, like a destructive champion, but then have some some guy like uh, you know Randy Orton or Sheamus and that title reign. Yeah. But... 
Yes, but the deal is very good. They don't have enough people. There's not, a, oh. there's not depth. Or they have people, but they don't want to push them. Well, what they have, they have, you know. But, like, they could push the guys that were in the money debate, man. You know. Yeah. Like, you mean, they've got the Cody Rhodes and the Ted DiBiase no, and Slater and Justin Gabriel. I mean, you just got to get them in good storylines so they're not just random guys out there. Yeah. Um, Christian Orton should be a good match. I mean, they're... they're I think really good. Yeah, they're both they're both really really good workers. What can we say about Kelly Kelly and uh, Beth Phoenix? I, I mean, think it's gonna be short. I think Kelly's gonna gonna win because I think that they're gonna gonna stretch it out. But I did think what was really interesting about that match last week. You know, when Eve botched her moves to something fierce, and then when Beth took the mic and said, "You're making a mockery of this division," it was a I mean the crowd cheered. Yeah. Oh, and then she did that thing about no more stink like booty popping clips. And then Melina, Melina went psycho on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, it all um, Yeah, like, it's a, it's a nice entrance, but I mean, where have you been for the last two years? Everything's Melina? about you. Exactly. Um, um, I think my favorite part of, my favorite, in a night that had CM Punk and John Cena yeah. and Triple H do those, the night was after Beth Phoenix for that. King says, like, well, he's like, what? 90% of the fun right. of the movie Right, I know. <laughs> Way to get it over, Mary. <laughs> Oh, I love, I love. You can tell when he's like ad libbing because that was probably not. No, yeah, that's your piece. I, I miss, I miss early two thousand, late nineties King. Oh, he was just a pervert. But he was so good at. And if you read his book, I realized that there really wasn't like an act. I mean, that was. Yeah. And yeah, obviously he loves the blondes with the big boobs. Yes, all of the because matches. Yeah. yeah, he loved Trish and he loves Kelly Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> and Terry Reynolds, he loves yeah. Terry Reynolds too. Deborah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, he loves the blondes. I love the blondes, I should say. Um, well, it was always great when he had a talk to, and this is, this is such a tangent, but um, every now and then, they they, they did the Mitch Rumble contest, yeah, yeah. and the girls are all posing, and then Ivory takes the mic and goes, Jerry Lawler, you are a pervert! <laughs> and he goes, so? What's the point? <laughs> I love that. I love King. King... I'm glad. I, I hope the JR deal lasts and for a while. But I, I just wish they. I think Cole was so good at getting over the Miz. Thing yeah. I think they've. I think they've got to transition Cole to some sort of manager. Manager like of that. some sort. It's just you. And he overdoes it. Yeah. He really overdoes it. I mean, just. Yeah. You don't like JR? That's cool. I mean. Yeah. I, but I, make I it just, about the match, not about. I, I I did like how like. Like you asked about where his Twix went, and Jared's like, or King was like, "Well, where are the Twix going?" Then Jared played along with the, "Oh, I, I did them. They were sitting there." Yeah. <laughs> but um, but um, so. um, well, that's about it. Uh, next week we're back. We're back next Tuesday. Thank you, Chris Louie, calling in tonight, chat with us a little bit. Uh, he needs a summertime memory. Yeah, so I'm sure. Well, he, he, he was not very funny. Yeah, they had a lot of them. Uh, but no, Chris Bowie, thanks a bunch for coming uh, And uh, next, yeah, we're all back next week. Maybe another appearance by Dane the first hour. We can be Why do you think he's on a Tuesday? What? I'm really confused about that. Look at the dirt. I knew girl to see Pete on Tuesday, besides you. And. Anyways. Is there twins, Kevin Lee? 
Uh, yeah. Well, then maybe I'll be busy. All right. Well, uh, we'll see you guys next week.